winter can be hard on the soul. Sneak away for the day and connect with God through the Faith Foundation's Winter Retreat, Saturday, March 4th, 9.30 a.m. to 3.30 p.m. at the Wilderness Center in Wilmot, Ohio. Tickets are available at Eventbrite or follow the link on the Facebook page for Faith Foundations and we'll also include it on the Facebook page for Open the Word with Circle of Friends podcast. Breakfast and lunch are included in your ticket price of $40. We hope to see you there. Come join me for the day. Thanks for listening to Open the Word. Today, we're throwing it back and dusting off an episode from the archives. We've had some great conversations over a decade of radio ministry that deserve to be heard again. So you might hear some new voices and old references, but we hope you still enjoy these episodes. You found a place to belong here in the Circle of Friends. I'm Missy, and I'm with Joanne and Carol today. Good morning, ladies. Good morning. Good morning. It's always so good to be back around the table. I love it, and this has kind of become a, a regular thing for us. I love that. Yeah. I mean, Joanne, you've been doing this how many years? I have lost track. I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> and Carol, you've been with us for a long while, too, so this is fun. Yeah, it still feels new. <laughs> oh. Well, I, I tell most people who come around the table, it's pretty painless, you know, it's yeah. just a conversation. And, um, I think that's the key, just thinking of it as a conversation. Yeah. You know, we're just talking with each other and yeah. to the listeners and well, hoping that our conversation inspires. Yes. Mm-hmm. And the thing, the thing about the people that sit around this table is there is a true desire to know God. And to mm-hmm. open his word and see what it has to well, say. Well, I for think us. also, I think all of us would agree that we really want to help others to see God around them. Mm-hmm. And, so you know, to, to, to know that God is a part of our lives every single day. We're never alone. There's just so much that we long to share. Not that we've conquered, because it's we, we've got a real strong taste for these things. We want more, but we also want our listeners to want more. Yes. Mm-hmm. Right. And when you're in, when I'm in an environment where we can talk about what God's doing in our lives and what God is doing on the earth and what God is doing in other people's lives, hear what God's doing in other people's lives. It is inspiring. Mm-hmm. It is. And so, mm-hmm. you know, it's just, uh, it's just getting in, in that, in that place where, uh, putting that time aside where we can be, uh, I always grow when I'm here. Mm-hmm. And so that's always mm-hmm. a good thing. It's as scripture says, is building one another up and spurring one another on mm-hmm. to do good works that yes. we've been mm-hmm. created to do. Well, and I think today's world, there's so much garbage going mm-hmm. on. There's just so much negativity. And I mean, it, it's just hard to even describe what, what our world has turned into. And so to be able to sit around the table and come up with solutions and answers that are so simple, you know, because so much of the things that are going on around us can affect us if we don't keep our mind on God mm. and we don't see God in things. And so to pr- pull things back into perspective and see it right, you can see, you can see time. I mean, you can see the times we're living in and you can see where we're headed and where things are going, but always remembering that nothing is a surprise to God. God already knew all of this. You know, he's not sitting there shocked and saying, what in the world are we going to do? Mm -hmm. Um, But he does use people. Mm -hmm. And to realize that we are part of God's plan for such a time as this. I mean, for today. It's no Mm -hmm. accident that we're born into this time or that we are where we're at. Mm -hmm. We've been placed here for a reason and a purpose. And mm-hmm. we ha- we all, each one of us, have a circle of influence that the Lord wants us to uh, 
to love and to impact in whatever opportunity and ways he gives us. But we can go through life with blinders on. And I, you know, sometimes Mm -hmm. I get busy and I've got my eye on the goal. And there have been times where I've had to go back and confess, Lord, I missed that opportunity with that person. That's such a horrible feeling. It is. It's awful. I hate that feeling. It's awful. But God gives us new and fresh opportunities Mm -hmm. every day. Mm -hmm. Usually if I miss it like that, I pray that God will have someone else that will pick up the ball where I dropped it. Oh, and you know he will. And you know he does. He will. You know. Absolutely. But I lost the blessing. Yes. That's, you know, I lost the blessing. I lost the opportunity. Yeah. And uh, that that you know, I didn't always think that way, um, but today I think that way. I think awareness is one of the big words to me right now. It's like when you walk into Walmart, being aware of the greeter and the person at the cash register and the per- the other people who are recognizing shopping. people as people, right? And mm-hmm. being in the moment where we are, and mm-hmm. always being. Asking the Lord, you know, to be in tune because we can, we can, I can get in my own agenda. I got to hurry. I got to oh, get this done. So on me. to the next oh, thing. Yes. But to be reminded that there are people who are just as crazy busy mm-hmm. doing their thing. And if we all, we can, we can be alone mm-hmm. and be in a crowd. Mm-hmm. And so how can we be present? You know, wherever this we are? reminds me of um, last fall, I hired a lady to come work for me. And this lady came from a rough background. I mean, she just had horrible things happen to her. And uh, she worked for me for just a few weeks. She was a great employee, fit wherever I put her, moved her around a couple different spots, and she just did great everywhere. And I was excited about having her because I knew she came from a troubled past. And I thought, this is someone whose life we can speak into. And I love that. I love when God sends us people that I feel like we can make a difference in this person's life. Well, she was only there for a few weeks. And her ex-husband came home one night and beat her up and the cops came and their little girl saw the whole thing and there was all this trauma. And so she had to have time off Mm. to go be with her daughter, to go to counseling and all these different things. And so we had her for a very short time. I mean, probably not more than three weeks, something like that. Well, last weekend I ran into her at one of our favorite restaurants and she's a server there. I did not recognize her at all. As soon as she saw me, she came up, ran up to me and gave me a hug. And she said, Mm. Joanne, Joanne, it is so good to see you. And then I was like, I looked at her and she could tell I had no idea who she was. And so she told me her name and she goes, I got to go, but I'll catch up with you. And I'm sitting there thinking, who was that? And all of a sudden it started coming back to me. Then she came back over and she said, you spoke into my life exactly what I needed Mm. to keep on going when life was impossible. Mm. And I thought, I don't even remember having time to speak into your life as much as I wanted to. And I thought, you know, that's a perfect example of where we can, we have a limited amount of time Mm -hmm. sometimes and if we take the opportunity that is given us, I mean, her life, I mean, we were we were back at the restaurant since that. And she, again, has said something and it stops by and talks about how much that time meant to her and what she learned just in that short time she was there. And it just blows my mind um, that she would, I mean, she, she gave me credit for something I didn't even know I did. <laughs> and, well, and, and isn't that true? We really have no idea what an impact we make right. on people's lives. Mm-hmm. Because you can look at your own life and think of people who... Maybe it was just a moment or just a word or just a, an action of kindness. And the impact on you is so powerful. And they may not even remember mm-hmm. doing it. Mm-hmm. And I really want to talk about those things this week because I think we live in a world that has become so selfish and so self-centered that the average person out there is only thinking of themselves. We as people, as Christians, we have the opportunity to be a really bright light in this world. Mm. You know, kindness is very obvious in today's world. Being polite is very obvious in today's world. 
And so lending a hand and doing something for somebody is almost a new thing in this world, which is terrible. It's just absolutely terrible. But that's the world we live in. It's such a, that's such a great thought. And even um, I have a friend who loves that verse and I love it too, but that we're salt and light. And one of the things he loves to say is salt doesn't make any noise. <laughs> light doesn't make any sound. And so that is so true that we can be a light. We mm-hmm. can be salt. We can bring the flavor of God to mm-hmm. people here on earth. And what a challenge it is. Yes. I mean, to just know that you can be salt and light in this world and you can make a difference. It's so easy to kind of think that, well, I'm one person in this world that's so messed up. What can I do? Exactly. But if everybody, yeah. if everybody who professes to be a Christian or not... Well, and goes out and just makes a difference. If you live that life, you have the opportunity to change one. That lady that you mm-hmm. talked about, one person's life, is that not worth it? Mm-hmm. This really makes me think of the passage from Colossians 3. Uh, verse 12 says, Therefore, as God's chosen people, that's us, mm-hmm. if you call yourself a follower of Christ. Therefore, as God's chosen people, holy and dearly loved, clothe yourselves with compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness and patience Mm -hmm. bear with each other and forgive one another if any of you has a grievance against someone forgive as the lord forgave you and over all these virtues put on love which binds them all together in perfect unity Mm -hmm. beautiful that is and i just think that this is this is such a good topic for today's world i mean i'm excited about this week because i just think if we can just inspire people to do a kind act every day you know look for the person that you can be kind to and and realize that you've made a difference you know your kindness does make a difference don't think that showing a small act of kindness doesn't make a difference it does it all matters every time you're kind to someone it matters just like it matters when you're rude to someone mm-hmm. it matters mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know and there's so there's so many things that we can do as that can become habits. My my husband is really good at being observant about people's name tags and like whether well, it's a server or someone behind a counter or and if he sees a name he uses it. And it's it's funny because it always takes people off guard. Sure like, it does. You know me? Oh, you know, and suddenly it becomes a different kind of conversation. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But that's a very simple thing that you can recognize other people as people. And if you don't know their name, look them right in the eye. Speak directly to them and speak words of, of kindness. You know, I, often I'll come through a, a grocery uh, aisle and, you know, the person in front of them, you know, sometimes they leave all flustered and they whatever, get upset. And the, I feel so bad for the cashier. They're working so hard. And I... I always try to thank them for what they're doing, mm-hmm. especially if it's a job that to me seems, oh, oh that is that's so, so hard. Mm-hmm. Like somebody cleaning the restroom. That's exactly in. where my yes. mind went. Somebody, <laughs> you know, somebody cleaning your table, somebody serving you in a way that really is, you know, they're showing humility in doing it. Now they're getting a paycheck, but it, it's not an easy job dealing no, with people. No, if you've, never, if you've never been a server, you, you probably should be. Yeah. <laughs> Learn a few things along the way. Yeah. So, but to say thank you and acknowledge mm-hmm. that what they're doing is important to you. Mm-hmm. I mean, I appreciate people who clean the bathroom. I, oh, you know, I always thank people who are cleaning bathrooms. I always, in fact, is I made a commitment years ago. I will never leave a public restroom and not leave it in better shape when I leave than it was when I came in. Yeah. So I'm always wiping off countertops, picking up paper towels, and just doing things because I know what it's like. I mean, that is, we have public restrooms that work. I know what it is to have to clean restrooms and to clean up after people. And so to show my appreciation for other people, I always do that. I just have made it a habit that something will be better when I leave. Well, and how difficult is it if you see 
a piece of paper on the floor mm-hmm. or tissue, whatever it is. If you, if you, if you train yourself to be observant about the things that you can do, mm-hmm. you become a person who does impact the mm-hmm. world around you, whether it seems to be a big thing or not, mm-hmm. because people notice those kinds of things. Um, and how tough is it to bend over and pick up a piece of paper well, on the ground? Exactly. And if you're drying your hands, get one extra towel and use the whole thing yes. after you've dried yours to wipe off wipe the counter. It all so off. I mean, really, it's just <laughs> yes. so much work. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's just a matter of making it a daily habit. Yeah. And basically. it takes you less than a second out of your day. Yeah. <laughs> Such a little thing to impact really the world around you. And the people that see you do that. It's a reminder to them that they mm-hmm. can do a little, do a little mm-hmm. bit, do their That's part. That's what too. I always think. I think when you do one thing that another person sees, it can inspire them to do a little bit something too. And if it just rubs off one on another, um, you know, it, it all makes a difference in the long run. So this is going to be a fun week. I'm looking forward to this because these are things that are so practical in everyday life, and they can affect everybody. You know, I I don't ever. I mean, I don't ever intend to be rude. That is never my intention. But do I come across as rude at times? I am sure I do. Because I also am the kind of person that once I have my mind on something and I have a goal to, you know, I'm going somewhere to accomplish something, I can not see anybody who's in my way. I would just run right over them, you know. Okay, I have a confession to make. So yesterday I was in the car and I was trying to text my husband through Siri. And Siri made me so mad. (laughs) She did not know that my husband was in my contacts. And I kept saying... Text James. Which James? Well, my James never came up. And then when I tried to talk, she cut me off. And I was just so mad. I'm like, Siri, you are so annoying. And she just got my ire up. And I thought, Did she how, respond to you? How can, no, but I thought, How can I be so annoyed with somebody who is not even really? a somebody? <laughs> it's technology. And, you know, but it made me think about how, like, it triggered that thing in me. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I think of myself as patient a lot of times, uh, you know, to a degree, but certain things like that, like just I thought about how I was triggered by a machine. Yeah. <laughs> just how, yeah. you know, sad that is. <laughs> well, it is. And, and, you know, what it is, is we're so, I mean, it, when you think about how you could have treated a person that way, how easily that is to roll that over towards a person who irritates yeah. you, you know, because it is, I mean, it's, it's like sometimes, you know, you can be at work and, and, and you're, you're trying to train somebody and to teach somebody and they just don't get it. Um, I have a manager who gets upset because she has a hard time training certain people to do certain things. And there's, there's a benefit to hiring someone who's never had a job. Because you can train them to be who you want them to be. Right. You can train them how you want the employee to be trained. They don't have bad habits they have to overcome as an employee. However, they know nothing, you know. And so there's a good and there's also a hindrance to that. And so if you can work on the good part of that, you can end up with an incredibly good employee. But it takes kindness and it takes patience. <laughs> Compa- <laughs> compassion. That, yes. that whole mm-hmm. uh, passage from Colossians has stuck with me. And I'm like, you need to read that again. <laughs> was that kind? Was that gentle? And I will read it again because it's a wonderful portion of scripture. It says, uh, verse 12 of Colossians 3, Therefore, as God's chosen people, holy and dearly loved. Uh, let me just stop there because I love that here Paul is, he's telling us, remember who you are. You are a beloved child of God. And therefore, because you are God's chosen people, holy and dearly loved, he goes on to say, clothe yourselves with compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience. 
Bear with each other and forgive one another if any of you has a grievance against someone. Forgive as the Lord forgave you. And over all these virtues, put on love, which binds them all together in perfect unity. Uh, I, In my job, I have to, in the HR department, I have to deal with situations all the time. And it's, it's always a problem. Somebody has a problem, you know. People bring problems to me or I have to deal with problems. And it, sometimes it's, it's not that big of a deal. Sometimes it's bigger than others. But after a while, that gets to be a pretty heavy burden. And I have to be really careful that I don't do exactly what you're talking about, Joanne. I've got other things that I do as well. So if, you know, I have to stop and focus on that. And then even if whatever is going on really irritates me for whatever reason, or I think, why is this a problem for you? Why don't you just whatever? My response, regardless of what's going on, it has to be with this compassion, kindness, humility, gentleness, patience, you know, you know, so I'm finding myself asking myself through the day, was that a patient response? Was that a (laughs) compassionate? That wasn't a very kind response. You know, so all of a sudden I'm seeing, like, Mm -hmm. my response is much more important than whatever that other person is and however they... Because sometimes I'm seen as the bad guy. Mm -hmm. And that kind of hurts my feelings. You know, I told one somebody said something kind of in a joking manner, and I said, that kind of hurts my feelings. I want to be the good guy. I don't want to be the bad guy. Oh, here comes Missy. She's from HR. Look out, you know. (laughs) Um, But regardless Uh. of that, even if I'm seen as the bad guy and... Uh, recently there was some conflict with an employee. And even though what they were saying about me was not true, my response has got to be, has got to be compassionate and kind and humble and gentle and patience. And it's not always that Well, you know what, and I I I think about, because I've been reading in the book of John right now at home, and, you know, Jesus' response you know, it's it's like, yes, Jesus was angry when he was in the temple and he drove the people out. But when you see how the Pharisees just constantly, constantly were at him, you know, I mean, yes, he, he did. There are times that he responded in a very harsh way. And we can read the words and we don't realize that, you know, the reflection is not in the in the reading. You, you have to kind of picture in this situation, how was this or how was that said? But he was always still trying to reach people. Mm-hmm. He was still trying to make a difference. And, I mean, how frustrating it is when you are dealing with people who refuse to see what you're trying to teach or trying to show them. Um, but in, in, in let's get back in, on track here. You know, in today's world, when we're talking about how we react to people, how we respond to people, I think one of the things that I would love to see more old-fashioned type of living is when it comes to the neighbors. Hmm. You know, because I think that you can show kindness and mercy to neighbors very easily, or you can completely ignore them very easily. Mm-hmm. Many people do not know their neighbors at all. And and I think that if we could go out of our way a little bit to be kind to the neighbors, to take time to chat with the neighbors, um, because we have a lot of elderly neighbors. I, I'm in the neighborhood that I grew up in, and so there was always children, lots and lots of children. Well, the children are all gone, and everybody is now elderly, including us. <laughs> <laughs> and and so we've been walking in the evenings and stopping and visiting with the neighbors. And, you know, people we haven't talked to in a long time, just chatting about, you know, did you notice that your tree is dying? I mean, we have elderly people. They have a tree dying in their yard and don't really realize it. 
And, you know, so, I mean, the tree could come down and do a lot of damage. And so just, you know, visiting with people, seeing how they are, asking how their surgery went and this and that, you know, just just being neighborly, being kind, and and always remembering that no matter what's going on, if we are Christ-like, when we think about when Jesus was here and how kind he was to the woman caught in adultery and how kind he was to the Samaritan lady at the well, he was being neighborly, he was being kind to these people. And who are we to not do the same? Who are we? To think that my life is so busy, I don't have time to be kind to my neighbors. Mm. It, it does take some intentionality. Because it does. I, I heard this description not too long ago of, you know, how different neighborhoods are now. You know, you you go to work, you come home, you, the garage door goes up, you drive your car in, the garage door comes down. And that's like it. And that does describe me most of the time. Mm-hmm. You know, when I work a full day or, you know, eight to ten hours a day, when I get home, you know, I'm I'm ready. It's not to, the same. It's not like it used to be where you came home and you got a cup, a glass of iced tea, and sat out on the porch right, and talked exactly. to the neighbors. Yeah, where you mm-hmm. were visible and you saw people and you did all that. So it does take some intentionality, definitely. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it does. Um, the other it reminds me of the other night. We have neighbors that we know and neighbors that we don't know, and it just. It's it's that's a good challenge for me because um, the one neighbors on the one side of me, they had puppies out and I didn't know that they were dog breeders because, again, we have a tree line that separates us. And I was mowing the yard one day and I saw all these puppies outside and that was it. That broke the barrier. I was like, (laughs) I got to meet the neighbors. And, you know, then another set of neighbors uh, the other night were walking down the street and we just we can see them and wave and we are friends with them but we just spontaneously invited them over to share our fire because we were outside well they had to also you know be willing mm-hmm. and so that's the mm-hmm. thing is sometimes we we know other people are busy we're mm-hmm. busy and you know just being okay with like you can reach mm-hmm. out sometimes it works sometimes it doesn't but to not let that hold us back from being, you know, when I when uh, I really out. think about this, and I get and I put this whole picture together, I think you know, back in the day when I was a child, which we always hear old people say, <laughs> <laughs> we were a lot more friendly with the neighbors, but we were also a lot more friendly with the church people, because we used to spend a lot more time standing around and visiting for an hour after church was over. You know, when I think about the relationships of a church family and the relationship with your neighbors and the people that are around you, our relationships have changed. And we've become more self-sufficient. We've become more private. We've become more about ourselves. And we really need to change that because God created us as social beings. And there's people all around us who need a friend. And we, we a lot of times, we just don't want to get that messy. Mm, yeah. You know, I just don't know if I want to get that messy. Well, and that's what um, Facebook and those technologies allow us to be one-way friendly. Yes. But it's hard to be vulnerable sometimes. Or it's it's nice because we can decide when we have time to look at it and respond mm-hmm. or receive. But it can be good or bad because you can put a wall up and you can always be giving, just putting something out there one way but never receiving. Mm-hmm. It's different than looking at someone face-to-face. Mm-hmm. And that's why yeah. we can say things, too, that... Conversely, yeah, that we can be negative yes, without consequence. Exactly, without mm-hmm. seeing the hurt in someone, yeah. without looking in someone's eyes and, you know, knowing what mm-hmm. our words are doing. It's, we're missing relationship. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, and when we don't see the consequence, because there is consequence. I mean, if you put, post something on Facebook that 
it could be painful to somebody else or if it's negative about somebody or, or any of those things. And the other thing is, how do you, you know, when you're face to face with someone, whether you recognize it or not, you are watching for expressions and body language and you, you, you make a, you know, a judgment at that point in time, which way to go, oh, this is a sensitive subject or oops, Mm -hmm. maybe I should restate that and try to tell you exactly, you know, I see that you're getting upset without saying any of those things, you process that. And so, but you can't do that on social media. Right. You know, there's, it, it is a, it's a flat one way, one dimension. Well, and, and, and it's also, you know, it's, it's in social media or in actually verbally doing it. Once it's out there, it's out there. Yeah. Boy, that's true. Once words are said, you, you can apologize, but you really cannot take them back. Mm-hmm. And on both sides of that, we have to learn to not be easily offended. And that's, that's our responsibility, but we're also responsible <laughs> for the words that we say. I mean, James tells us the power of life and death is in the tongue. Mm-hmm. I mean, what we say is is huge. Mm-hmm. I wonder if he would have written that now he would have said the power of life and death is in the fingers. <laughs> in the texting, right? In the texting. <laughs> well, this has uh, been an interesting day. And uh, I'm again, I'm looking forward to this because we want to talk about some other things. We want to talk this week about being loyal, showing mercy and kindness, uh, because those are things that we are all capable of. In fact, it's we're all responsible as children of God. We are responsible to be kind and to show mercy and to be loyal and to be faithful. We're 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 required. I mean that that's that's part of our assignment. And you know, you if if you live a Christian life and you live it all inwardly and you don't share, um, you're losing out on a lot. And you need to be willing to open up, uh, make some friends. Uh, help the neighbors and do some things that will make the world around you a better place. If you don't like the condition of the world, then change it. Mm. And that becomes something for all of us that we have to do. So I want to thank you for joining us today. Uh, Carol, Missy, and I will be back again tomorrow to continue this conversation. So thank you from all of us here in the Circle of Friends. Thanks for listening today. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss any episodes. We'd love to hear from you, so find us on Facebook and Instagram at Open the Word Podcast or send us an email to openthewordpodcast at gmail.com. Is it time for you to plan a day trip with your peeps? Come and stay a while at Shia Market in Berlin. There is something for everyone, no matter what your taste or style may be. Visit the Village Gift Barn for your custom floral arrangements and timeless accessories for your home. Stroll upstairs to Shia Style Boutique for your perfect outfit, everything from accessories to shoes. Be inspired at country gatherings with decor from Modern Farmhouse, to transitional design. Then meander through the gardens for a large selection of houseplants. And last but not least, order your perfect cup of brew at the Buggy Brew Coffee Company. End your day by gathering to relax in our courtyard. You will leave feeling connected and refreshed.